Hello and welcome Behind the Marquee, the podcast where we talk about everything that's been going on inside and outside the world of art house and independent cinema. My name is Nick Aldrink and I am the Programming and Media Coordinator at the Michigan and State Theater. And I am joined by two guests who also work for the Michigan State Theater. Please tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Andy Friedland. I work front of house at the Michigan Theater. I also do the... Um, Sing-alongs. The sing-alongs, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, lead the Uh sing-alongs. I most recently uh, was part of Cinetopia as the volunteer coordinator, Mm -hmm. and very soon I'm going to be a uh, counselor for our film camp. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, Andy's our on-screen or on-stage <laughs> talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my name is Mackenzie Peacock. I'm the conference manager of the Art House Convergence. Thank you both for being here. Andy, thank you for being back. I don't know if of you, uh, if Mackenzie, you probably didn't hear the last episode. We had our front of house episode. I did. Well, Andy told me about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. very <laughs> proud of myself. <laughs> I thought it was a really great episode. Uh, today, we are going to be having a bit of a fun episode. We are going to be talking about... Fourth of July movies. I guess not necessarily Fourth of July movies, but movies that we like to watch around the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. And these will be all films that you can find at the Ann Arbor District Library Ooh. in various locations around town. Uh, let's just jump right into it right now. Let's start with Andy. Andy, what is your... Uh, they don't necessarily have to be in order, but how about you start? What's one of the films that you like to watch around Fourth of July? Um, I guess I'll go with probably one of my main main go tos, um, the uh, 1998 Parent Trap. Oh my god, oh. a perfect movie! Yes, <laughs> I, it's literally a perfect movie. I know. It's just I can't I can't not watch that at least once a year. Uh-huh. Um, it's just. I'm so glad that Mackenzie looks like she really wants to talk about it too. Uh, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a very long you time. You should rewatch it because yeah. it hits you more as an adult. It I really it, does. I, I've watched it maybe three times in the last two years. I'm, honestly, I've probably watched it three times in the last two years, <laughs> and I find myself weeping at the parent yes. reunions. Like truly, uh-huh. like when she's running up the stairs oh, to greet yes. her mom, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and I, I've seen them. I mean, I, I broke. That's one of the. That's the only movie I had as a kid that I broke the um, VHS tape because <laughs> oh, I watched really? it so much. Yeah, wow. I like. I literally broke the that's tape. A feat. I had a cuppy doll that I got from the <gasps> Disney store. <sighs> oh my gosh! Well, yeah, I remember having that VHS uh, tape, and the it had like uh, not just like a, a crappy sleeve cover, mm-hmm. but it had like the the plastic kind of like bubbly version of a cover, and I would just open and close it all the time yeah. and just like stare at the cover of it. <laughs> With their hands on their cheeks. Yes. Like, yeah, it's a great cover. I remember I was blown away when I learned that they are not two people. Yeah. <laughs> how did you learn? Did you learn from the Disney Channel surfers? Because that's how I learned. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> <laughs> the Disney Channel Surfers did a special on it. I oh forgot God. all about the Disney Channel Surfers until just now, and I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking they about. They the split screen technology. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my God. Wow. No, I think at at that point my dad had just told me because he he just is obsessed with like movies uh-huh. and, and all the the technology behind <laughs> it. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Disney Channel Surfers. Where are they now? <laughs> but I do remember I watched it again recently. Um, there had been obviously like a long hiatus because I just I forgot that it's an amazing movie mm-hmm. and I. I mean, I always knew it was a great movie, and I always know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I got to the point, actually, when I would get to the end and the reuniting of the two parents at the end, and that never hit me so hard until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, that 
because I didn't I didn't get it. Like as a kid, I was like, oh, well, obviously, like the point is for them to get back together. So like that's going to happen. But as I got like now, like understanding, like real life and everything like watching it and i like actually started crying yeah we all become natasha richardson yes it's like you don't have to cry and it's oh, oh yes my i god. do oh yes i do like, yeah, I, I think that's cry. where i cried oh yeah oh How my do you god not? yes i do i do need to cry oh my goodness i also cried when she's when she talks about how her grandma her grandfather smells of peppermint and tobacco yes <laughs> i think after that point i was like wow tobacco i need to i need to like smell someone who smells like tobacco no, and understand don't. that <laughs> you don't <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so here's my question about, um, well, actually, shout out to, I feel like you'd appreciate this. Um, two of my friends uh, in college had the same birthday, uh-huh. and that's like one of their favorite movies. So they would always, their birthday party was always um, parent trap themed. Mm-hmm. It was like, Katrina Schaefer, you guys know one yes. of them. Mm-hmm. And they had a, one year I went as the tie-dye girl. <laughs> Yo, tie-dye girl, who's really good at pulling the bag yes. out in the center of the pile. This is very niche. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, get I, to camp. I, I, yellow, I, I need to revisit uh, this movie. yellow duffel bag. Okay. I'll stop. No, no, continue. Keep well, going, curious, please. That, that, that was just the thing, that I went as tie-dye girl, and no one got it. And I'm like, I'm tie-dye girl. No, I get it. I'm really good at pulling duffel bags out of the box. <laughs> um, so which parent would oh you, God. if you had to pick, what childhood would you pick? That's what I always think oh is a God. really tough question. That's a really uh-huh. tough question. So you have, question. on one hand, you have a world-famous designer. Your yeah. mother mm-hmm. lives in a gorgeous, insane townhouse in London with your grandfather, or you have growing up in Napa Valley. Dennis Quaid. Stunning. Dennis Quaid is your father. <laughs> Chessa, which I, I always thought they were saying Chessa <gasps> yes. a, with a weird accent. And uh-huh. it actually is Chessa. Oh, my God. I she's, forgot. She's the stepmother? She's, she's not the stepmother. Um, she's the stepmother to be? No, she's the housekeeper. Oh, okay. um, She's the housekeeper. And, oh, no, the butler. And you have your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so you have, yeah, and you're growing up on this massive vineyard in uh-huh. Napa Valley. Isn't There's Chessa really a, not a wrong choice. That, that's a regular. That's <laughs> Isn't a re- that the name of the dog? I thought it was like Chessa. Uh, Sammy's the dog. Oh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. I, why? Sammy. I really. <laughs> quite, the, the, quite the Sophie's Choice that you yeah. have there. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> but it's true because she's, oh my God, she loves her so much. And the fact that she knows that it's not her almost immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, oh but which child did you pick? <gasps> oh my God, that's so hard. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen the movie. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I, I, London I, the, the, Townhouse? The London or Townhouse Napa sounds Valley excellent. Napa Valley Vineyard. I, yeah, I would like to live in London. I don't know. I le- the thing is, I have such a soft spot for their mother. Um, I just, I love her so much. And as a kid, I mean, they're nothing alike, but for some reason, she always reminded me of my mom. And so I always love her so much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I love, like, I, I, there's something so fun about like the California, oh, like yeah. uh-huh. around on horses. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, I camping. guess <laughs> yes. I guess I'll I'll say probably my my childhood self would say Dennis Quaid's uh, <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> but I, a, there's no wrong answer. There's no, no there, wrong yeah. answer. Never. No. It, it starts at summer camp, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where they meet. So yeah, yeah, they, they send a, their kids to the same summer camp. That is a great Fourth of July movie. Yeah, I actually recently watched the original one. Um, oh yeah! Not as good. No, 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 no! It's not from the '60s. In the '60s, it was a Disney movie. Oh, well, I yeah. guess the, yeah. the, the, the new, the new one. Yeah, they're both Disney, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. It's so interesting to see like the the uh, the comparison, and actually, there's like a little nod to the original when. Um, um, Hallie is uh, kind of singing to herself like let's get together yeah 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 mm. and that's from the original movie oh. uh, they actually have an entire like number mm-hmm. associated that's a great, that's a great that. song mm-hmm. yeah so anyway that's just me that, that's my 4th of July <laughs> wow that is great, it's a great we, we have launched this conversation <laughs> yes, here in a great way <laughs> Mackenzie, what's what's your um, first? The first one that came to mind for me uh, is a little bit more on the nose, and it's The Sandlot. 
yeah. uh, because I the um, the scene with the Ray Charles America the Beautiful, oh, where the yeah. only the whole thing with Sandlot where they say is the only game the only night of the year that it's bright enough to play a night game mm-hmm. for them is the Fourth of July because of all the fireworks going mm, off in yeah. the sky, mm-hmm. and there's that incredible scene um, where uh, what's his name? Oh my God, the older kid. Who becomes a professional baseball player? Oh, R- 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 Rocket. His R- his name is Ricky? Rocket. Ricky the Rocket. Ricky or, the Rocket. Or he, something. He, or no, he, Benny. Benny the Jet. Benny. Yeah. So <laughs> Benny knocks up this huge fly ball, and they all go to catch it, or their their eyes go to you know follow the trajectory of the ball, and then they just they're stuck looking at the uh-huh, fireworks. Uh-huh. And Ray Charles is singing "America the Beautiful." Yeah, that it's, is beautiful. It's a great scene, and that's also like the best rendition of that song. So mm-hmm. that was the first thing that came to mind for me. You got Americana. You got baseball. You got uh-huh. Ray Charles. Yes. Giant dogs. What else yeah. do you need? Oh and then there, there's the whole carnival scene, right? Is that is that a, take place on the Fourth of July where they it's all have the, of July, the chewing tobacco? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is just like the depiction of like American culture. Just like yeah. that's like what like if that could be like the ideal what we put out to the rest of the world as mm-hmm. like this is the perfect America. That's <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it's perfect, but yeah. Yeah. well, I mean it's not. I mean obviously it's not. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's charming. So. Well, my 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 first one. Uh, uh, this segues really well into uh, my first one, American Graffiti, mm-hmm. uh, George Lucas's nineteen seventy three yeah. movie. Um, picking a George Lucas movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's another coming of age movie. Richard Dreyfuss and Ron Howard, uh, with a twelve year old Mackenzie Phillips <gasps> is in that movie, yeah. and then like a little brief appearance by Harrison Ford. Well, a couple brief appearances by Harrison Ford. <laughs> but again, it's another just a uh, quintessential picture of of at least that era this is 1962 uh Los Angeles or uh, uh not Los Angeles where are they California uh but you know it's about rock and roll it's about cars it's this really perfect uh, depiction of American youth that mm-hmm. i think still still really stands um Harrison Ford is so hot in it it's <laughs> yeah with his cowboy hat oh my god yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's about the last day of summer, right, right before they head off to college. Uh, you know, Richard Dreyfus is unsure if he wants to go off to college yet, uh, which I think still really stands as you know that 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 quarter that quarter life crisis that some mm-hmm. teenagers might have, where they're, they're done with high school and they're moving on to a larger step. Um, and you know, I I I've, I looked up the you can find this. It's I think there's a few different. It's a, uh, available on Blu-ray on the library, so Ooh. you can uh, find that. I'm a sucker for DVDs, special features. Yes. So I was looking up what uh, is included in the Blu-ray. There's a making of portion of the film, as well as screen tests uh, featuring the names that I that I just gave. You know, the, uh, I'd love to see that original screen test of Harrison Ford and Richard Dreyfuss trying out for their role in oh God, American Graffiti. But again, yeah, it's it's just it's very much similar to what you said about uh, Sandlot. Is that it's just a, it, it's something that's just nice to watch as well. Yeah, it's just it, it's just it, it's a fun movie and yeah, American Graffiti. That was yeah. my first one. There's yeah, just, I think in general, there's just something to be said about like the. Um, I mean, obviously, we're talking about Fourth of July specifically right now, but there's so much about like the young American culture in the summer Mm -hmm. that's so like it it can be very similar stories but Uh it's just it's so it's so perfect it ends Mm -hmm. up being I mean obviously not actually perfect but 
yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, was, I was saying, it's like literally about, I mean, it's about American independence. Yeah. It is yeah. independent. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I got. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> the closing line. <laughs> and now we all can be independent. <laughs> Andy, um, another one that you Destiny's got. Child starts playing. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> can My... we afford them as the outro? <laughs> My next film is uh, me kind of reminiscing on my family being very much uh, full of like uh, very educational based history buff type people mm-hmm. that there always has to be at that family occasion that the kids are are in a sense forced to watch a, a slightly more educational film that ends up mm-hmm. being very good, but it's like in black and white and you're like, Okay, come on. I don't really want to watch this. But uh, nonetheless, Inherit the Wind. I love that movie. (laughs) Andy, you're on fire. I know. I put that when I applied to work here. I put my two favorite films, my my island films, Uh were Inherit the Wind and Elf. (laughs) You know, the same same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Inherit the Wind. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's uh, I have here just as a reference uh, Gene Kelly, Dick York, um, uh, Spencer Tracy, obviously. Yeah. It's just it's so amazing. And I think it's so uh, ahead of its time as far as like subject matter and how blunt it is. Um, if you don't know, it's uh, loosely based on the idea of the Scopes monkey trials of mm-hmm. uh, being able to teach evolution. science and uh, yeah, evolution, ev- evolution in, um, in schools mm-hmm. um, rather than uh, purely creationism. And <laughs> excuse me, it's, um, it's just so I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm having issues making words if you no. <laughs> have no, anything please. to add. Um, I just rewatched actually the um, the trial scene towards the end because it, it's this teacher who he wants to start teaching evolution and he starts just kind of putting it in here and there and then of course there's an uproar in the town because they want him to not do that and he ends up being sent to jail and this big time um, lawyer I think he might have been in a sense like retired or something and he comes back specifically for this guy um, and he. It, it's kind of it's like fighting against a brick wall and some of the things that he has to say in order to convince these people that they don't have to not believe in the things that they believe in. But mm-hmm. you have to accept the fact that we live in a world where people are allowed to think. And he actually says something like um, he talks about there's one thing he says, like a sponge, a sponge. Do you, do you know if a sponge can even think? Like, does mm-hmm. God say that a sponge can think? And the guy on the stand says, I don't know. If God says a sponge can think, then a sponge can think. And he says, okay, do you think you deserve the same rights as a sponge? And he says, of course I do. And then he points to the guy who's in jail and says, this man has the same rights as a sponge. He's mm-hmm. allowed to think. Um, and then also the, the idea of going against this very non-concrete idea of God. This is getting very political. Yeah, I'm I so love sorry. it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the idea of <laughs> the sun wasn't created until the fourth day. Uh-huh. And so how long were the first four days if the sun uh, oh. wasn't ever created? Damn. How can you Exactly. How can you say how long it was if it, you can't determine what's 24 hours? And so he's saying it takes four days in order for uh, this stuff to happen. And then on the fourth day, that's when we start being able to tell 24 hours. Who's to say that millions and millions of years of evolution didn't happen within those first four days? Um, and so <laughs> exactly. So maybe 
the the evolutionary theories are uh-huh. correct and that they did still happen within those those seven days of of God's creation, or I should wow. say, yeah, uh, six. Um, but um, that doesn't mean that they're incorrect just because they they aren't falling within this very specific idea of God's plan. Uh-huh. It's so interesting. Wow, I've and, never seen it. Yeah, and I've, also I've always has heard to, of it. But yeah. yeah, I think and, I had to watch it in like middle school. Yeah, I had then, to watch it in high school, yeah, mm-hmm. and then ended up loving it and mm-hmm. watching it again as. As I got older. It's just so interesting. And it also, I weirdly enough, like has to do with like the idea of independence and just being mm-hmm. able to to uh, have your basic rights of learning and understanding and uh, going against kind of like the status quo in a way. Uh-huh. I just, I'm very, I'm sorry. I just veered no, off in are, a completely you're, you're, direction. You, honestly, we were in the same route because I did, I did like summer favorite first. And then my second one, I was going like, I'm something that like makes me want to celebrate my civic duty. Yes. And the first three things that came to mind were election, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, and um, 12 Angry Men. Mm -hmm. Yes, 12 Angry Men was another one. And I was going to end up on 12 Angry Men Mm -hmm. um, because there's just no one. That's another movie I think is perfect. Yes. I I, I almost put down Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah, Yeah. 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 just something that makes you want to celebrate being an American. Mm -hmm. Yes. 12 12 Angry Men isn't afraid to get um, messy. Oh, no, not at all. It's just so, it's yeah. just a perfectly written script, too. Uh-huh. Like, that's just, I think it's, like, the tightest movie ever made. And not just because it's in one room, and but it's, like, every line of mm-hmm. that movie mm-hmm. is so purposeful and just draws you in. I feel like I'm hypnotized every time I watch yeah. that movie. Yeah. So, that's, we, I was yes. also thinking civics. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're definitely not alone. Yay. <laughs> I just kind of skimmed over election. election. We'll just, yeah. Election yeah. can be my bonus. Movie. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Twelve Angry Men. I I I need to rewatch that one. I do, I own it, and I've seen it a couple times. I need to I need to rewatch it. I just I love seeing uh, a group of uh, I love the part where um, they're they're testing how long it would take him to walk with a limp yeah. mm-hmm. across the room. And I love seeing uh, just that scene, you seeing grown men just like get really excited yes. about play acting. Yes. This, this, uh, they're, uh, as in their civil, in, the, in, their, in that jury room. It's just, uh, no, that is a really terrific movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. So Nick, what's your second movie? My second movie is uh, Apollo 13. <laughs> so I, I, I was really trying to look for a space movie. Yes. Uh, so I was thinking of Apollo 13. And I, I, I guess my bonus picks would be First Man that just came out last year and the d- Apollo 11 documentary. I'm probably going with Apollo 13 because it was the last movie that I watched of those three. <laughs> Uh, I wa- I was on TV last weekend, and I just ended up watching it with my family. It just, it just flipping through the yeah. channels, Apollo 13's on, and just got sucked into it. Yeah, you, I, you, you'd think it'd be one of the two movies that have come out in the last yeah. year. <laughs> I like that it was Apollo 13. Yeah, I just got sucked into it. Uh, and what I love most about, like, once they hit space, that movie just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. That movie is, is a thrill ride. Uh, and what's great about it is how historically accurate it actually is i mean from everything from you know his uh marilyn lovell uh who uh, uh tom hanks plays jim lovell his wife uh marilyn lovell uh from her losing her wedding ring in the shower mm-hmm. that was something that actually happened and her having nightmares about him getting like sucked out into space which is in the movie 
and just everything like that goes wrong. You, you just, it just feels like it's a Hollywood. Uh, it just the it, it just the whole event. It feels like a Hollywood script of just like one thing after another going wrong. Can't these guys get a break? They're on their way to the moon, and all of a sudden they have to worry about carbon dioxide poisoning. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. It just you, it's something that you you just you can't make up. And then, uh, um, what else do I have to say? Um, and it also, the Jim Lovell was actually a huge fan of the movie too. That's cool. Uh, I didn't know that. And he's seen. He said he's seen it multiple times. And I've actually, again, I looked up what the DVD extra uh, special features of this movie is, and that one of them is Jim and Marilyn Lovell commenting oh on my the God. movie. <laughs> so, Why would you want to relive that? <laughs> So I feel like I you might have to uh, you can check it out from the library, but you're gonna have to get it after me first because I really <laughs> want to listen to that commentary. It just seems fo- so fascinating. But I love the whole. Uh, to me, uh, there's something so patriotic about about that movie. Uh, the the whole space. Just thinking about the space race itself. There's something so American about it. Just in the, the ingenuity and arrogance mm-hmm. of, of the space race. We're gonna put a man on the moon by the end of the decade. Yeah. that's insane. <laughs> That's and, insane. Yeah, but, and, the, and that's what we need today, just, mm-hmm. you know, to, on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a movie that I, I've, I've felt patriotic, and on at least one of occasion, I've cried watching that movie. Yeah, that movie. Fair. It's just when uh, he Tom Hanks gets off the helicopter and he salutes, who is actually the real Jim Lovell. Uh, he's, on, really? he's in the film. He salutes <gasps> him, and I just bawled. Oh my god! <laughs> it also was... taught me what chlamydia was as a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what everyone needs to know. <laughs> yeah, Apollo thirteen. That's that's my second <laughs> one. <laughs> that's my fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, what do you got? I had trouble finding my third one just because I'm so indecisive. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm not gonna lie. I I checked to see if the library has, and it unfortunately does not have my date with the president's daughter. <laughs> you can you can request it. I can't. Okay. okay. I, that, we, we both submitted on the same day. They'd be like, wow, yes. we really need to get a copy of My Day with the President's Daughter. That was the Disney Channel movie? Yes, was it, it was a Disney Channel yeah. original film. So it might not even exist on DVD. I don't... I don't with Will Friedle? I don't know. Did the DCOMs right? exist? Probably. Yeah. Uh, some of them do. D- uh, DCOM meaning Disney Channel original movie. Of course. For any podcast listeners out there who were not yeah. um, a child in a year that started with the 19. Um, <laughs> My Day with the President's Daughter. That was such a fun time period where there was... It became like a trope. Um, um, like there are at least three that I can think of off the top of my head of the um, uh, of, of rom com being s- situated around the president's yes. daughter. Yes, mm-hmm. that There's, was that happened a lot. During my that day, the president's daughter, I think, is the second best. I think by far the first best is Chasing Liberty with Mandy Moore <gasps> and Matthew yes. Good. Oh, okay. Um, and which, but then there's also First Daughter with Katie Holmes. Yes, which is not as good. No. Um, but yeah, both of those are, uh, you know, Secret Service agents yeah. who are assigned to the president's daughter and end up falling in love with her. It's mm-hmm. great. But anyways, my day with the president's daughter. Oh my goodness! Wins for best uh, theme song. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just randomly start singing it at work sometimes. And obviously, like, I think I start singing it when you're there and you start singing really? it. But other it. times, I'll start singing it and people will be like, what are you Can you give the people doing? at home a taste of it, oh, Andy? Yes. My date with the president's daughter. <laughs> My date with the president's and then so on oh, and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> My date with her. It's a great song. It's so good. And I, I just... <laughs> so sorry I'm talking about this No, Andy, you're killing it. I'm (laughs) loving all these picks. Inherit the wind. (laughs) (laughs) 
I need to give you a taste, and I also need to apparently go through like all of the time periods. Like, okay, I guess this one's pretty close to Parent Trap, but it's those not... are like two years apart. Yeah, never mind. Ex- excuse me, but I needed to give like a range. Um... Those are both movies made for yes. small, <laughs> tiny white girls. So. Yes, pretty, it's pretty specific. It's very, very specific. <laughs> anyway. Uh... He had long hair, and I was like, excuse me, you are... You're you mean a, Eric from Boy Meets World? Yes, yes. Older brother? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his long hair was, like, scandalous to me. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, oh, my goodness. But also, like, the fact that she doesn't... Okay, so sorry, I'm talking about this as if everybody knows what the, my date with the president's daughter is. It's pretty self-explanatory based on the title. Uh, there's... Uh, a guy, I'm assuming he's in high school because everyone on a Disney original movie is in high school. Um, and there's a girl that he has a crush on. She gives him uh, her address very vaguely. It has the street that the White House it's, is yeah, on. Yeah, 1600 Pen- yeah. Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> of course, he doesn't like really think about that because he's just a high school kid. And he... I was about to say puts that in his GPS. That's not what happens at all because there's not GPS at the time. Uh, I think he just walks over there and he looks up and there's somehow he got there without noticing that he was anywhere near the White House. And he just looks up and is like, oh, my God, what? And somehow he also gets beyond the gates. Yeah. (laughs) And he's there and he's like the secret service. It's so good. It's really. They're expecting him. She told them the truth. It's hyper realism, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's when they get to escape the guards at a club. Yes. Yeah. Well, they go shopping. Like she takes, yeah. uh, he takes her shopping, and so she does her little montage. She has her like faux. Um, What's it called? Like crushed velvet. You gotta uh, have a montage. Pink. <laughs> you have to have a montage. Like oh, it's a velour. It's like velour, a pink velour yes, dress. Pink yeah. velour dress, which iconic. I was obsessed with. It's iconic. It's an iconic dress. Yes. And so she like goes in and out, like behind the curtains, and like of course she comes out in that dress, and all the other ones were okay, but this one she comes out and he's like, Oh my god, the pink velour. I've never seen her this way before. And <laughs> It, doesn't it end up with them um, sitting on the steps of the... I feel like every movie that takes place mm-hmm. in D.C. ends up with them yeah. like sitting on the steps of the um, Lincoln, of the Monument Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, Great. yeah, they go out and they're just avoiding the uh, Secret Service as all, at all costs. And, of course, the president... I don't know why. I feel like it was like this weird time where I vaguely remember it like being kind of like like pride of like oh the president and the president mm. president's cool and all this whatever um, he's just an average guy and, yeah he's, he's just, just an dude. average guy he's just like you know you're fun <laughs> he's <laughs> just, a family well, that's probably yeah. the first president you actually remember is George W. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes exactly that is exactly what it is yeah and so it was yeah it was just it, it was just perfect and I love the movie and I always wanted to rewatch it because it's just this like weird fantasy of like ooh let's break the rules but like still be safe because the the president's my dad. <laughs> and, and so we're not going to get that. And it's Disney Channel. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's never that bad because it's you're just in Washington, D.C., and then they go shopping, and then they come back. <laughs> uh, and then eventually he comes around, and he likes the guy. The president, I mean. The president's okay with the with the guy uh, and his long hair. His, wow. <laughs> and everything's fine. And then the song, My Date with the President's Daughter, <clears throat> ends it off, and, and, you know, everything's perfect. It's fine. Yeah. And that's right. my ideal Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a campaign the li- for the library to get my date with the president. Yes, or really any, or like I actually don't. I want to know if any Disney Channel original movies are available on um, 
Because I, I, I used like to have like those older I, ones I had um I had Johnny Tsunami and yes. Smart House and Rip <gasps> Girls yeah, recorded s- on VHS tapes that I had just like made myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I just illegally yeah. You know, yeah, I've seen my collection. I've seen <laughs> so them I can around. Watch Johnny Tsunami anytime I want. I've seen them around before. They exist. Yeah. Uh, like, like Horse Sense. Remember Horse Sense? Oh my God, the I Lawrence love Brothers. Sense. I'm pretty sure I've I, I've seen those uh, those around, but I'm not sure which ones are available. The Lawrence Brothers. <laughs> I think those older. Some of those older ones are because some of them, yeah. like Smart House and My Date with the President's Daughter, like they actually went at the beginning of the original Disney mm-hmm. movies. They were they ended up getting pretty big at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I watched Look at the Irish the last Look two. St. Oh, Patrick's yeah. Days. That's on demand on oh, really? Comcast. Yeah, Freddie and I have watched it the last two St. Patrick's <laughs> oh, Days during goodness. the day. We've been like, so are we watching Luck of the Irish? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so All <yeah>. right. Thank <laughs> you for those picks, Andy. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. <laughs> um, I think my third one is a lot safer, uh, but uh, I would be remiss to not put Top Gun on there. Oh, yeah. The only movie to make me celebrate our military industrial complex. <laughs> 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 How much money we spend on yeah. dumb giant planes and <laughs> so much fuel? Oh my god! Yeah. But then Kenny Loggins starts singing, and I'm I'm so there. And um, I people who maybe have listened to the podcast for a long time, I feel like I talk about Meg Ryan a lot. Mm-hmm. You got Meg Ryan. <gasps> you got Meg another Ryan. one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Yeah. Um, Top Gun's one of the few movies um, that I've watched twice in a row, like by myself in one sitting. Like one time I watched Top Gun, <laughs> and then I was like, I just. I just want to watch Top Gun again. I just sat there and I watched it twice. (laughs) Sitting on a couch one night. um, Just by myself. No reason, really. It's that and Return of the King, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah, I'd I'd end with... Uh, You can't go wrong with Top Gun. That movie really captured a... uh, uh, Captured my imagination when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Because my my brother... Uh, my brother always wanted to be a pilot, mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. he so he always watched he wa- he loved that movie, and I just sat down and would watch it with him. But yeah, what a yeah one of the greatest sex scenes in film too yeah, with the, the, take silu- my breath the away. silhouette with the white curtains that are billowing perfectly, and then take mm-hmm. my breath away, and it's all silhouettes. It's so great. Oh my gosh. Like I'm not being sarcastic. Like it's no. really mm-hmm. really great, well shot. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Have you seen Top Gun, Andy? No, I haven't. Oh I my god, go I, watch Top Gun. I love when he. I think it's right before that that scene. He just like shows up at her house and he's like, "I want to take a shower." Yeah. And she's like, "No, <laughs> you can't take a shower." And he's like, "Okay," and then I think he leaves. I don't. Know. I something still, like that. <laughs> yeah. I still have never karaoke. Ooh, sexy um, you dating lost advice. That loving feeling, which I think is oh, dumb. All the times I've done mm-hmm. karaoke, I still have never done that song. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity. Well, yeah. My 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 third pick was another film that I have fond memories of as well. Not, not as a child, I probably I watched Top Gun when I was probably way too young. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> probably film, like the film that that came yeah. film that came out for me. Well, uh, I think I watched it a few years after uh, after it was released. That really the perfect time when I was like thirteen years old. Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, that's the, I, I, the, it was that movie uh, that the, there's a... That, that just blew my mind as a as a teen as a thirteen like, 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 like a preteen. Oh, yes. uh, it was like right when I started watching Saturday Night Live uh, and, you know, like Almost Famous. Yeah. Those, <laughs> uh, those, those are movies that really uh, just I, I found, at least from White Hot American Summer, is when I came to a, to a realization that 
comedy can be weird. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, the comedy doesn't have to make sense no. all the time. Oh it can gosh. just be something that amuses you. It, 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 just, it can be anything. So for me, Wet Hot American Summer, uh, I hold a lot of uh, fond memories of watching that as a kid. And then going off you know, what I was saying, what we were what I was saying about American Graffiti, it's this the and and Parent Trap. It's another summer yeah. camp movie. Yeah. Just of of uh, it was one of those. Uh, we have it's a movie that takes place within a single day. It's like this is our last day. Yes. And we have to make it count. Um, well, that Sandlot's like a single summer too. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the most important summer of his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is. I, I mean, and yeah. then just watching. I mean, I, I, we, this whole conversation could just me re- uh, reading off the cast list of this movie. You know, yes. Paul Rudd, Bradley <gasps> Cooper, Molly Shannon, Jean Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, <laughs> Michael Showalter, <laughs> Amy Poehler, Michael Ian Black, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So David Hyde Pierce is one of my but, first crushes in life. Like I'm talking like really? big. Oh my god, I was <laughs> so in love with Niles Frazier as a kid. Mm-hmm. Niles Frazier was the love of my life. He's still the love Wait, of my he life. Sounds familiar. What? Who? who um, was on the he from? television show Frazier. Yeah. Oh, he was oh, the yeah. Yeah, but for me, just, Niles Crane. Yeah, uh, Niles. Yeah. Niles Crane. I said yeah. Niles Frazier. Frazier's his first name. Yeah, <laughs> Niles Crane. Oh my God. But yeah, just the the joy of watching that as a as a as a teenager, and just I just I guess I associate that with Fourth of July. Just yeah, being yeah, this, summertime. Like this, yeah, this because uh, uh, you hold a lot of Fourth of July memories as a kid. What so, do yeah. you think about the the remakes? I only I only saw the first season. I didn't watch uh, the, the ten years later one, but yeah. I I enjoyed the the first season of it. Was it on Netflix? It was on. It was they made it for Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. there's a documentary about the making of that movie on Netflix oh. as well that I haven't seen. But I'd like to check that out. Yeah, yeah, uh, especially bringing Bradley Cooper back for, yes. on, that, on that TV <laughs> show. I thought was just was brilliant. So suddenly a very different and then uh, perception. Oh, definitely. And H. John Benjamin uh, shows up in the in the TV show and in the movie he's a soup. He's a can of soup that talks, <laughs> and we get the origin story of the talking can of soup because <laughs> he's 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 like the the, the chef, like the he camp ta- chef, and he gets turned into a can of soup oh, by Chris, nuclear waste. And Christopher Maloney also, I feel like. <laughs> As the chef, yeah, to show a different, yeah. As someone who watched SVU growing up a lot as a kid, I remember the first time seeing that movie and being like, mm-hmm. "What the hell?" That's <laughs> Christopher Maloney. That's <laughs> something like in his underwear and yeah, yeah. Oh, did he have sex with a refrigerator or something? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I think yeah. he has sex with a refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. That sounds Comes right. in like, uh, "What are you doing?" Uh, I was just a hump in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Classic comedy. <laughs> It makes no sense, but it's it's so brilliant at the same time. That's my third pick. What Hot American Summer? <laughs> I found there's seven DVDs available at the Ann Arbor District Library. I'm surprised so. they're not flying off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we have. Uh, before we wrap things up, let's quickly do our movie magic moments of the week. And this yes. is the time of the episode where we talk about something we've seen recently that reminded us why we love movies. And of course, it's something more that we can recommend to you. Uh, so let's just keep going in order. Andy, what do you have? Um, it might be a, an obvious one to go for, but I just saw Rocketman. Oh. Um, and I'm so sorry, Mackenzie. Or, I mean, either of you will probably know. Who's the actor, the main actor? Taron Edgerton. Mm-hmm. Taron Edgerton. He is so He's incredible. good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I I mean like anyone would be able to watch it but especially as I I love uh, theater and acting and I I study it to an extent or I have before. Uh, he's just so good mm-hmm. and even like 
Uh, like, I know that there were uh, issues initially with uh, people were worried about him being straight playing a gay man. Yeah. And, um, and of course, uh, then um, him being backed up by the actual person that he's playing, being like, it's okay, I, I like him. Elton John's like a massive fan yes. of him. Oh, yeah. Elton John. But uh, I, I just said, oh, Elton John, like as if the movie's not completely about <laughs> him. But um, it's, he just has such good uh, instincts. And when he, he, it doesn't feel like he's playing, and not that it's even the main part of it, but it doesn't feel like he's playing a gay man. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like he's playing Elton John. It feels like he's just embodying this character. And mm-hmm. he's so, so good at it. It's not even like, I, I love the movie and it makes me happy. I wouldn't even say that it's like, oh, it's like my, my movie of the century. But his mm-hmm. performance is just so good. It's also worth noting he actually sings all of the songs yes. in the movie. Oh, my Great God, voice. yes. A certain Oscar winner of mm-hmm. the last year. Um, so good. Turner oh. actually sings all yeah. of the songs. And those are really effing hard songs Yeah, they sing. are. And you see, he, he's doing a, 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 it's a very good impression of Elton John's voice, too. If you, yes. you, you, you hear him, because he sang, um, in the movie Sing, Mm-hmm. I think he he sang an Elton John song in Sing. I think it was the I'm Still Standing. Movie? Yeah, the animated movie. Yeah. He I think he he got one. I think Elton John he got Elton John's attention because he sang I'm Still Standing. Wow. In Sing, and you listen to both versions and they're very different. And like in Sing, he's basically singing as Taron Egerton. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, of course in Rocketman, he's singing as Elton John. They're yeah. two very different voices. That's he, interesting. He 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 sings very well and also doing a really good impression at the same yes. time. I heard that um, originally, because this movie's been shopped around for a long time, that originally Tom Hardy was attached to it for years. Oh. And I'm like, that's... Really? Which that I find is really right. interesting. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying I, I, he, I think he would have done better. I'm just right. like, what movie yeah. would that have been yeah. if that had been Tom Hardy, it's, a younger yeah. Tom Hardy? It's yes. like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in Bohemian, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. That yeah. Oh, called. man, yeah. I would have loved that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and the, the only other part that I would want to highlight is... Uh, there was just this very personal moment. Uh, it doesn't give anything away where um, he's, um, as Elton John says to his um, songwriting partner, um, like he's having like a moment, he's being angry and he says something very dismissive and rude. And then as soon as he's about to walk away, he stops, turns around and mm-hmm. says something like, I'm sorry, I, yeah. I didn't mean that. And he mm-hmm. just immediately goes, I know. And then mm-hmm. he walks out on stage. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. You should check it out. Yeah, still playing in the State Theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just saw it there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want to take a moment to think, uh, say really quickly, uh, my movie magic moment is kind of weird this week because we actually just had, um, you guys hear me say that um, I run the conferences for the Art House Convergence. Um, we've done episodes about it here in the past, um, but we actually just had our big summer event, uh, which moves around from city to city every summer where we have a regional seminar. So we, we had 150 attendees come. We've been in Nashville. We've been in Denver, we've been in Boston. Um, This year's was actually in Ann Arbor. So we just had 150 um, theater operators and film distributors uh, come to Ann Arbor in Detroit uh, Mm. for a three-day-long conference last week. And it was so special. And people were so in love with the theaters. Mm -hmm. People were blown away by the theaters. The fact that we have these seven screens and they're so beautifully maintained and preserved Mm -hmm. and we're able to show film and digital and and live events, anything we want to do. It was just really nice to kind of Sometimes it's uh, we get so bogged down um, within the walls of the Michigan and the state. We're so in the trenches that it's nice to kind of take a step back and realize, mm-hmm. from an outside perspective, how incredible these organizations are and how mm-hmm. important they are. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of that was nice. But in terms of actually watching a movie, 
Um, I watched Bill and Ted, which I checked out. <laughs> Excellent adventure, uh, which I checked out from the Ann Arbor District Library this week. <laughs> and I watched that last night. And uh, it was actually the first time I'd seen it since I was probably like seven or eight. I didn't really mm. remember too much about it except mm. for the mall scene. And I just, I loved it. I loved every moment of it. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I thought it, it was going to be stupid. Done. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. And you know what? Just be excellent. Be excellent mm-hmm. to everyone. Yeah. It's exactly. so party on, dude. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so mine, uh, I think I've actually used this movie as a movie magic moment before, but I don't care. Uh, I saw Empire Strikes Back at the Redford Theater <laughs> you definitely la- 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 last <laughs> weekend. Uh, Not even a question. <laughs> uh, and it was my, uh, I think that was the first time I've seen that movie on the big screen. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the, when it, they were re-released in the 90s, I have a memory of seeing A New Hope. I don't necessarily have a memory of seeing Empire Strikes Back when it happened. I probably did, but this is the first in theaters, time in theaters. Yeah. yeah, this is the that was the first time I think that I, I can yeah I that I remember seeing it on the big screen, and it was special for me because it has been I don't even know the last time that I've sat and really actively watched that movie. Yeah, I watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, like, sitting on my couch. Maybe I'm playing with my phone. Maybe folding I'm going, laundry. Yeah, folding laundry, getting a drink or something. Uh, so this was really just sitting there in the theater for two hours watching a movie that I've seen God knows how many times. And I was actually finding stuff that I hadn't seen before. Nice. I mean, really? m- m- most of it was, like, set details like yeah. when it's on the big screen you're yeah. able to pick out those little details sure. uh, a lot easier but th- there's this one part in particular that i'm really going to get into it here <laughs> uh it's like right when the, the they're they're chasing the empire's chasing uh han in the millennium falcon through the asteroid field and you get this shot of a star destroyer coming through and an asteroid comes in and hits the bridge of the star destroyer and explodes and then the very next shot, you see Vader, and he's talking to three admirals, and then one of them just, like, quietly fades out. Like, one of the admirals, his hologram just quietly, quietly fades out, and no one makes reference to it. They just oh, continue wow, the yeah. conversation. Like, like I just died. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw that, that, that his, oh his Star Destroyer blow up, and I was like, I've never, I've never picked that out before. Wow. Yeah, no, me neither. That's awesome. Uh, and it was just, it was nice that... When I was watching it with a crowd and people are laughing at the funny moments, like mostly the, the Yoda stuff, yeah. Yeah. I, I was laughing out loud. And I haven't like mm-hmm. I haven't just like sat and laughed at this movie. Uh, uh, I, who, I don't remember the last time I've just been in my living room laughing at Empire Strikes Back by myself. <laughs> yeah, a movie you can probably talk along to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something and so amazing about like just seeing it within a, a crowd of people. Yeah. You, you forget about it. It was really special and I was glad I was able to go see it. That's awesome. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Check yes. it out. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you both for being here once again on the podcast. Yes, thank you thank all you. for Thanks. listening. Thank you to the Ann Arbor District Library for letting us take up their space uh, for this time. Uh, check out their website, aadl.org. That's where you can find the movies that we've been talking about for the past uh, 40-some minutes. Uh, send us an email, btmpod at gmail.com. Let me know if you actually took our recommendations and uh, checked out some of these films from the library send me your movie movie magic moments anything you want to say or if you honestly if you want to be on the podcast i said that last Ooh, time yeah, that'd be fun. i, I want to get some i would like to get some listeners you're on welcome. here yeah uh so or you are welcome yeah. not you're welcome <laughs> thank you for listening we'll be back in your feed in a couple weeks thank you for joining us behind the marquee